It's Saturday morning at 10 a.m., so you know what that means. It's time for What's Up, Ocala? With tens of thousands of viewers every month on our YouTube channel and millions so far on TikTok, we are joined by our host, local owner and broker of Great Expectations Realty, Andrea Praber. Today, we're going to be talking about a little bit more about wholesaling, but also going into the question of how you can sell your home without having a lot of people enter it. So, Eli, why don't you go ahead and help everyone who you are and um, tell everyone a little bit about yourself and also, of course, how to contact you. Hey, good morning. So, my name is Eladi Fonseca. I am with Great Expectations Realty. So, you can contact me here at the office or at my cell at 352 454 4099. So I was born in Puerto Rico. I was raised in the Bronx, New York. I moved to New York when I was two years old. Then we came to Florida, to Ocala back in 1995. Did middle school, high school here, went to college and came back and have been here since 2002. And I'd have to say your family is extremely well known in the community. Absolutely. Very well involved. (laughs) Your mom, especially. She is a force to be reckoned with. She's definitely well known and loved in the community. Absolutely. So absolutely wonderful that you're going to be continuing that because I've seen already that you have a lot to do with the community and you're very active, which is fantastic. That's really what we need. So uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Last week, again, we were talking about wholesalers and the basics of the scams that are going out there and how uh, there are people on YouTube and TikTok and stuff like that. And they're actually bragging about how much money they're essentially scamming out of people and how it is actually legal and how not to fall for that kind of stuff. So uh, we did mention that a lot of times people do fall into that trap because they don't want to have a lot of people traipsing through their house because of the global pandemic uh, that's going on. So we did mention that there are ways to sell your home without having a lot of people come through as in a typical sale. Mm -hmm. And you actually have a lot of experience in that. You have actually sold houses sight unseen to people Mm -hmm. uh, across the nation. So go ahead and go into the basics of it and really explain how it, it, it happens. Okay, so on a buyer's point of view, uh, for the buyers, we set up virtual tours, whether it's on Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, the Duo app, Zoom. I set it all up. I just tell you what date and time works for you, and we just do a whole virtual tour. But I want the buyers to feel comfortable to see what I'm seeing. I just can't tell them, this is a beautiful house. One wall is pink and the other one's red. It's so you, because I want them to see it for themselves. Right. And that, I mean, a lot of things are are missing. You have to be extremely honest because it is, um, it's a lot of liability for you. I mean, it can look fantastic in the, the video, But then what about the smell? You know, that doesn't come across. So we have to be honest. And that's the thing because it's a lot. I mean, this is, these are people that are wanting, you know, their forever homes and they're entrusting us to help them with that. And if you don't, you're not honest, you just want that, that commissions check, that sale, it, it, that's not good. No, no, you have to be honest. You have to be able to tell them everything you're seeing, everything you're smelling. Yeah. (laughs) Whether it's good or bad. Exactly. So, you know, if it has um, maybe a lot of, of pets and there's an odor to it or if it smells kind of musty because it's been closed up or something like that, right. sharing that information is huge. So what about for the seller? I mean, what's it like on their end? How do we have as few people as possible go through their home? It, that one is a little bit 
trickier because it's in not everybody on the seller's point of view, if they are from out of state, everything is done with them electronically. Even the closing is done, you know, they'll have a notary or something like that. It's very hard to limit though, because even though we have a lot of -of out-of-state buyers that like to do this, local buyers like to come in. So we do have to um, let them know that there will be people that are going to be going by and seeing the property. We do try to limit it though. And right now, with the way the market is, I mean, it, the houses ain't sitting there for too long anyways for a lot of people no. to come and see it. It's literally two days on the market yes. and it's gone. So, yes. right. So, but it's, so it's not typical like open houses and just kind of, you know, everybody traipsing through at this point. No, it was like that in the past. We did do a lot of open houses right now. You just, you, you need to limit. You, you need to be able to limit and right. we put that, you know, we let them know that so yeah. they're comfortable. And I've seen on some of, um, some of the listings, even you're requiring a proof of funds or, um, a proof of, of cash in, you know, something prior to them even setting up even, the showing. Yes. Because so. we just want to know that they are truly going to if they see the house, they truly are going to probably want to purchase it, not just somebody that wants to go and see it because I just want to see it. Right. So you're basically trying to limit how many people are going to be going through the house and, and kind of, Absolutely. what do they call it? Tire kickers in the yes. car, car business. Absolutely. <laughs> right. So if they're not ready, willing, and able, they're not going to be looking at that house. Right. They have to have their ducks in a row, basically. Correct. You can't so, go window shopping for a house. No. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> so there are... I I mean, there were a lot of changes because of the global pandemic, and that's in a lot of industries. We've seen a huge shift to remote workers and a huge jump in Zoom meetings and FaceTime moments and stuff like that. But the real real estate industry is no different. We had to shift completely. Don't you think that's that's true? We absolutely did. Yeah, a lot more virtual signings and virtual closings, which is... Honestly, it's a lot less time consuming. And forever. And they just started doing it again. Some of the title companies will not let us realtors go into a closing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that I enjoy doing. I, I like, you know, being there till the last day. And it just, it limited big time. Okay. So what do you think is the key for sellers that are really trying to do more of a virtual situation. Um, I mean, obviously you're going to have professional pictures done. You don't want to have cell phone pictures. I personally don't understand why anybody would do, you know, cell phone pictures on a house that's, you know, $300,000. I mean, that just drives me crazy. You know, that's one of my bad peeves. Oh, yes, we know. (laughs) Um, So you have those professional pictures because people, I mean, when my grandmother was a broker years ago, you know, she would she was the first one with like a bag car phone. She was so proud of that. People are now buying houses on their phones. On their phones. Yeah. From across the country. Yes. It's, it's crazy. But, you know, that's that's the world we're mm-hmm. in. You can get all your groceries, you know, purchased. Delivered to yeah, you. I do it. You know, so you can literally go shopping for groceries, for cars, for everything online. It's online. definitely shifted. So, um, you know, okay, so we have professional, professional pictures. pictures. What's some advice you can give to sellers to, since the people do purchase houses, I mean, essentially on the computer, on their phone, how important is the professional photography? It's super important because that's what sells the home at the end of the day. 
Right. Which the is- pictures is really what sells the home. Okay. So the first thing is, please clean your house. <laughs> clean the house. You would think that that's, you know, it's an obvious thing, but, yes. you know. No, um, you'd no. be surprised. Please, please, please. First thing you do is you clean the house. Right. And normally with professional pictures at this point, it's it's basically a standard in the industry to have drone footage and aerial footage. Yes. Footage because uh, it used to be it was very difficult to have aerial photography. It would involve an airplane going up. But now, because of drone footage, most real estate photographers include that as part of the package. And they make us move our cars. Yes. So when we say clean the house, it's not just the inside. It's It's, the outside. It's also the outside. You can't have, like, cars and doors and windows. I mean, I've seen stuff. Um, You can't have all this stuff laying in your yard because of the drone footage. It gets it all. It, it, it does. Sometimes it, really it even does. gets into the neighbors for a little bit, but it gets there. <laughs> so that means like, you know, the trash bins and stuff, putting those in the garage. Now, the garage, is that a safe place to put stuff? I mean, normally I don't have a lot of people going in and checking out the garage and looking at boxes. And it stuff. is a safe place because a garage is a garage. Yeah. You yeah. can fit two cars. So <laughs> pretty much a garage is a garage, whether it's a one car or two cars. Stick whatever you can in the garage. Just get it out of the way of the picture. Okay. So boxing up what you know you're going to move. I mean, if the house goes up for sale and it's properly priced, it is going to sell in this market. Absolutely. So what I normally tell people is just go ahead and start getting ready to move. Like Mm -hmm. go ahead and start packing up, you know, those personal photos and memorabilia and stuff like that. Go ahead and pack it up, put it in the garage, mark the box and just set it aside because that will also take that stuff off the walls. Um, So you don't really want you know, personal photos and so forth going yeah, up now. You want to declutter as much as you can. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. So boxing up stuff. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then um, the countertops. How many items do you want to actually see on the countertops, tabletops and surfaces? None. None. <laughs> None. No, not no. even it's cute. It doesn't matter. No, no, it doesn't matter. You want them to see the space they're getting. And if you have a toaster in one oven in one corner and they have a little oven in the other corner, it takes away from the space. Okay, so they really need to have absolutely nothing on the surfaces. Absolutely. Okay, so what about area rugs and and um, bathroom rugs? And it's gotta go. It's gotta <laughs> brutal. Go. She's brutal. <laughs> gotta go again. You have a garage. Stick it in the garage. You can put it back after the pictures. Um, baby gates is another big thing. Oh, because it, it closes off in the it, picture. Yeah. Exactly, it closes off, and then it just. Everything is just not, it doesn't look right. Okay. Remove the baby gates for the time being. Okay. So we kind of touched on personal items like pictures and memorabilia and stuff like that. Go ahead and get it packed up and put it in the garage. But what about like holiday decor or pets and pet stuff or anything like that? It's got to go. She's <laughs> just brutal. It's, it's just, again, I told you at the beginning, I was honest. Yes, that is true. So it's got to, you know, you, not everybody has the same beliefs not everybody wants a house where there was pets in there before so you want to remove this stuff it doesn't need to be in the pictures right you want to show them what they're getting without all this stuff in the pictures i've had people actually look at pictures and if they see a cat or a dog bowl they're like no i don't even want to look at it i'm allergic yeah i don't want to even deal with that um, there is no level of clean that is going to be good enough for them. So they're right. just like, absolutely no. Dog beds, stuff like that. Well, again, dog beds, it's going to be, you know, taking right. up space. Or so, the dog yeah. bowls. and Yeah. It's- yeah. 
just not going to work. It's just for a little bit while we take the pictures. It's got to go. Well, I always have an issue with the holiday decor just because it dates the pictures. Yes. So let's say, you know, it does have the holiday decor, but they don't really want to do showings and so forth over the holidays. So we go ahead and get the pictures going. And then, you know, two months later, you go ahead and put the house on the market and you still got holiday decor. They automatically assume that that house has been on the market for two months. And, you know, so it just dates it. So, it dates yeah. it. And then it's like, why has that house been on the market? So you know, what's wrong with the market? Yeah. There's something wrong with that right. house. Another one for me that's um, that always helps and makes it look so much cleaner is the refrigerator. Not the inside, the outside. outside. All the magnets, all the pictures, and all of that. It looks really great while you're living in it, but in a picture, it is a glaring, cluttered yes. mess every single time. It drives me crazy. Yes. So uh, what other items would you recommend that people look at in order to to remove? the bath, The bathrooms, the personal hygiene items. Like razors and razors, toothbrushes and stuff all like that. that stuff. All your personal hygiene stuff, it, it doesn't need to be out there. Yeah. I would say even in the kitchen, like soap, it soap. just instantly, I know it's such a small thing, but people see a bottle of mm-hmm. soap and they instantly don't think, oh, there must be really clean. There's a bottle of soap. Right. They instantly think, oh, that's somebody else's gross that I need to clean. <laughs> I need to so go remove that for that person or it's yeah. going to be left there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've I've actually one closing I had and it was actually a sight unseen. The previous seller left a bar of soap I in the shower <laughs> and the buyer, you know, I did the walkthrough closing for him because he was still he wasn't local. And um, there was I mean, it was very clean, right. but there was some bars of soap left behind and he actually had it professionally cleaned. He's like, I do not want to go in there until everything is gone. Correct. So and that's why we try to avoid that stuff right. being in the pictures. Yeah, I can definitely see, you know, I wouldn't want to, you know, mess with somebody else's no. used bar no. of soap. After I they mean. were rubbing their body. Yeah, no. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so trash cans, we kind of touched on that outside, but definitely inside as well, yes. I think. Yeah, you don't want to see a trash can because it does. It looks cluttered. Right. You know, and again, reminds people of trash or somebody else's trash. Somebody, yeah, I got to go move that because they left that there. And that's not the case. But mm-hmm. if it's in the picture, that's what they're assuming. Right. It's just kind of, you know, visceral, mm-hmm. really. Right. All right. So what about the lighting? How can people help with the lighting and the photography? Because that's key, right? That is key. So you need all the lights on because you want to see that. You want to see it really lit up. You want to see how much space you have. And the fan's off. Oh, really? Okay. With the fans going on and spinning, you get that glare in the pictures. You want all lights on, fans off. What about the windows? Do we want natural light in? You want natural light, but you want to clean the windows. Okay. <laughs> that would be a problem. <laughs> yes, because then you get the glare. So right. you're, you're, you're taking a picture and you're in an angle where there's a window right there. And then you get all the glare, all the fingerprints, fingerprints and, and yeah. everything okay. coming through the picture. So cleaning the windows inside yes. and out will definitely add to the lighting and add to the pictures. But if you have a whole bunch of fingerprints or you haven't cleaned them, maybe not such a helpful not thing. Not such a helpful gotcha, thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I can't even remember the last time I cleaned the outside side of my windows you gotta take the screens off and stuff yeah. so yeah but going up for sale it would definitely be something yes. to do and that's so. something that usually you know like if I have listings and there's still people living in there and I'm representing the seller I'm gonna go an hour before the photographer and I'm gonna move all this stuff because sometimes they forget to do it mm-hmm. um but these are just you know this is just tips for those people that are out there and are listing it so, or just so let me get this straight you go in prior to the photographer I will not going. touch the bar of soap okay. don't get me there I will not do that okay but dog bowls have been left behind you know they're trash cans the trash cans yeah. okay hide them run and hide them 
Okay. You know, if you got to stick a blender under the sink for a minute, stick it under the sink for a minute. Just okay. So you go in and, and get the anything absolutely. left behind and, and tuck it all away so tuck that it's it perfect for so photography. Absolutely. So who pays for all of this professional pictures and your time going and doing that? I do. You take care of it. I take yeah. care of it. Yep. Okay. That's fantastic. Yep. So yeah, that's a huge glaring difference between somebody that goes in and just takes some real quick um, cell, cell phone, phone pictures. pictures. Yes. <laughs> it's no. a huge difference. Huge yeah. difference. So, um, but but I think that's probably why your listings sell so quickly as yes. well is it's not just a hot market, but you prepare the house, prepare Absolutely. the seller and get those professional pictures and the social mm-hmm. media and everything. So, um, so we also do yeah. videos as, as soon as the photographer is done. Okay. And that's, that's what you're easiest, talking. Right. That's what we do is, is some virtual videos just to, Hey, here's this. But if you're available, say Friday mm-hmm. or, you know, Monday at this time, let's, let's walk through it together. Maybe I missed something that you really want to see. And something that's definitely, definitely unique. You, you did mention we're not doing open houses as much anymore because they go under contract pretty quick. But you've done virtual open houses through Facebook Live and yes. YouTube Live and yes. stuff, haven't you? Yes, ma'am. So, so what exactly is until with that? You just go into the house and you go ahead and just... Click just a button. open it up and click a button and you know on Facebook Live. I love Facebook Live. Really? Because <laughs> it's just everybody's on there all the time. Like yeah. on Facebook, Instagram, you know, uh wherever you can go live pretty much. Right. Well you and already just, have to have the following though. It's mm-hmm. not like you could just if you have twelve Facebook friends or something, it's not yeah, really gonna no, work. No, no, no. <laughs> so you have to have the followings. You still have to market it though. Mm-hmm. You have to let them know, you know, this day is open house, we virtual tour mm-hmm. or whatnot when you go live. Wow, that's that's awesome. So it really, it seems like the technology that you need for listings anymore, you really have to know what you're doing. You mm-hmm. have to have a presence. And you have to have a phone. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a phone. Computer would be nice. Yes. Um, but yeah, really getting into the social media aspect is huge. It's huge. Not just for the buyers, but also the sellers. The sellers. That's where it's at right now in social media. Okay, so let's say um, if you have the buyers that are actually doing this, What's the steps for them? I mean, are they still doing, you know, home inspections and stuff? Let's, let's really oh, break it down. Absolutely. Yeah. So we still do the home inspection. Obviously I am there also. Uh, if it's for an out of state buyer, I do like to go and sometimes we FaceTime or do during the home inspection, during the home inspection, they, wow. they want to see the water flowing or, you know, they want to make sure the refrigerator is working. So or just ask questions, or just ask yeah. questions to the okay. inspector as the inspectors there, rather than sending me the list, they can ask directly. Right. Okay. So what happens after that? After that point, you know, they're going to have the appraisal, of course, mm-hmm. um, if they're doing, uh, well, even if you do a cash deal, you can still get an appraisal. Right. right? Okay. Yep. So they can make sure that what they're purchasing is adequate for the market. Absolutely. And then, you know, survey, if they want to Mm -hmm. do a survey or if they're doing a financing, they're going to have to do the survey. Right. And then it goes to closing. And you said Mm -hmm. that's, that's something they can do where they're at. They don't, there's a fallacy I've heard that you have to be within the state of Florida. You have to be in the County in order to do the closing. No, it, no, it depends where, what title company you use. They Mm -hmm. can have a notary come out to you. So you don't have to actually be here in Florida to do the closing. And you've had that happen. Absolutely. Yeah. How did it go? Very well. I was not there. (laughs) Well, no. Unfortunately, I was not there. But it it, it does happen. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. you could be like in New York or California and sit there and buy a house in Florida. Yeah. Closing and all. Closing and all. Technically be there virtually for the showing and virtually there for the home inspection and everything. Now you're asking me all the questions. I am. I have to ask you as well. 
Well, the difference for me is I've been doing it for, you know, about 15, 16 years. Right. I've been doing it on YouTube. Um, and it was for me during the, the um, recession. Right. It was mostly for uh, investors and they wanted, you know, fixer uppers. So I actually got quite popular online because I was going into these foreclosures where, you know, it would rain down roaches on you when you open the door. It was just awful. But I would go in and say, well, this is disgusting, but you know, it could be fixed up. You could do this, this, and this. And I shared the video because that was, I couldn't email it to them. Um, I had to share the video and I found YouTube to be the easiest way to get them the video. Um, So I actually left the videos on and they were public access and other people started looking at the videos and they honestly thought I was hilarious to be doing stuff like that. I'm like, wow, that's ugly. This smells, you know, I wanted to be very, very honest. Right. Um, So that's how it was for me. But now it's more and more realtors are doing that because of the pandemic and because of the technology we have now that's been really pushed forward. Absolutely. Yeah. So you, but you've been doing it quite a bit lately. Yes. And not just with investors. It's, no, it's with home buyers, first time home buyers, and, you know, just a lot of out of state buyers. They want to come down here because it's, it's warmer. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's warmer. <laughs> Maybe not this week. Minus, right? minus two weeks ago, but it's warmer. Absolutely. So, what is some advice that you would give to sellers and also to buyers who are thinking about going down this process? Definitely give me a call, obviously. Well, yeah. Go <laughs> and give your contact information out. 352-454-4099. Okay. And you're Eladi. Eladi Fonseca. <laughs> Great Expectations Realty. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. So, aside from, from, from doing calling that. Me, yeah, from calling from you. <laughs> is basically do your homework and, and just realize, you know, if this is a time for you to sell, we need to... Um, get it on the market as soon as possible, but also be ready to move as soon as possible. Don't think that it's going to sit there for 30, 60, 90 days because it probably won't happen if it's priced right. Mm-hmm. For right. buyers, the same thing. Just make sure, you know, you have everything lined up, make sure your finances are lined up and you know, we'll try to make it as smooth as possible, the whole transaction. Okay. So what about the size of the brokerage? Do you think, because our brokerage is small at the local company. We Mm -hmm. call it a boutique brokerage. That's basically what it is. It's essentially a mom and pop shop. Yes. But there are some benefits to going to a larger brokerage. Have you seen a significant difference in service or quality with going with a larger, or obviously you're biased because you work with. I I, I work here and I've been here since day one. So for me, I, I don't plan on going anywhere. I I like this because it, it is small and we're like one big family. We help each other out and that's what I like. We're we're honest with each other and we help um we're, we're trying to all succeed out there. Mm-hmm. So by being small, I think we have more more to offer in some in some aspects. We have more to offer. Yeah, I was very surprised. I was very nervous about opening the brokerage, you know, when we back in the day. Uh-huh. And uh you know, because I had been you know, it had been instilled in me, you know, the brand, the brand, the brand is so important. But as soon as I opened the doors, we had so many customers Mm -hmm. that had known me for years. They couldn't have cared less what name I put on the building. They just wanted to see you. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So so it really has more to do with the level of service Mm -hmm. um, and you'll have those referrals and stuff. And yeah, you have only been in the business a few years, Mm -hmm. um, but you have a huge network of referrals oh, and they yeah. just absolutely adore working oh, with yeah. you and they want you to help their friends, their family and you know, their mailman. I mean, yes. it's just And again, because crazy. it all comes down to the honesty and the service that we, that, that I offer. 
Right. That's, you know, that's key. That's, that's key. Cause that's how I get a lot of my businesses through referrals from past customers yeah. and on Facebook online, every time they're looking for a realtor, you see my old past putting my, my business card on there. So that, that does make me feel good. Yeah. So how much do you think is social media coming into play? with being a realtor these days? Oh, you have to have social media. There's no <laughs> questions about it. I mean, unfortunately, you know, the first thing they do is they hear your name, they're Googling you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're going to show true. up on Facebook. You're going to show up on Instagram. You know, that's that's the first. Yeah. It, no, it's, it's true. You have to have social media. Yeah, we have more calls coming in for the agents that do YouTube videos mm-hmm. than anybody else. You know, yeah. they really, they love seeing and getting to know because it really is. Right. You really get to know the person and their values and them um, by doing those videos. Because you see the real, the yes. raw, the, oh, yeah. like the real. <laughs> Mistakes and all. Nothing's yes. really hidden when it's yes. on camera. <laughs> you can only edit so much. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, I do want to talk about a little bit. I appreciate so much that you actually joined me today. Thank you for uh, having me. Absolutely. So um, once again, how do people contact you? And what is your name and email and all of that? So Eladi Fonseca, you can contact me either at Great Expectations Realty or at 352-454-4099. And it's my name, Eladi Fonseca 3 at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook, okay. Instagram, all of it. All of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, definitely, if you are interested in finding out more about the services of Great Expectations Realty, visit us at greatexpectationsrealty.com, and you will see uh, Elati on there, as well as all of our other agents and our services. Uh, We do offer property management, rentals, leasing, sales, all of the above. We even help with 1031 exchanges, investors, et cetera. So uh, go ahead and find us online, and or go ahead and contact Elati, and she'll be more than happy to help. You. All right, real quick, we're going to go over stuff to do in Ocala. I absolutely love sharing this information with you guys. I know some of uh, some of the people that I've been talking to and showing stuff on YouTube, they're all over the nation, uh, but they truly appreciate what sharing, uh, sharing uh, what's going on in Ocala and what you can do this weekend. If you hurry, you can still make it to the cattle drive at Tuscaloosa Park. It's from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., so you still have time to go down there and do that. I personally thought it was a really fun time and definitely something I want to go down and take a look at. They also, all weekend long, have the Anime Festival over at the World Equestrian Center. My 13-year-old daughter is dying to go and see that, so we'll definitely be going there as well. You'll see my kids there. Oh, two of them are going. Two of them are going. Okay. <laughs> so we have uh, the Grand View World Nights tonight at the World Equestrian Center as well. Now, the Grandview Invitational uh, was last weekend, and that's where you have the Clydesdales, the Percheron and the Belgian horses, so large horses. And uh, so that was really, that was an amazing competition. Uh, They were just, I mean, one hoof is the size of a dinner plate. These are one ton horses. But they're beautiful. They really are. Mm -hmm. So if you miss that over at the Grandview World Nights, uh, tonight at the World Equestrian Center, they are going to have six horse teams. So that is going to be six tons of horsepower pulling one of those uh carriages so it should be really exciting and absolutely beautiful beautiful horses the rigging the braiding everything is absolutely beautiful so definitely check that out if you have that opportunity tickets for that are as low as fifty dollars on up to 450 if you're going for vip how much would it be to ride in the carriage? I don't think that they have that, they have but that. Uh, I'm sure if anybody could talk them into it, it would be you. It would probably be me. Yes. 
Again, thanks so much for joining us today, this morning, and you have a wonderful time out there in Ocala. And again, if you have any questions, how do they get a hold of you? 352-454-4099. Perfect. Thank you. You've been listening to What's Up Ocala? Follow us all week on Andrea Praber's YouTube channel and TikTok. We'll see you next week at 10 a.m. on What's Up Ocala.